Hello and welcome back to the Brew Interviews. I am Robbie, and joining me as always via the internet is my best friend Lauren. It is episode 74, and this week we have another Netflix movie review. So grab your weed whacker, a pair of shears, and join us as we remind you that the grass is not always greener on the other side. This week on the Brew Interviews. The Brew Interviews, coast to coast, brews, faves, and more with Lauren and Robbie. So how you been, Lauren? Well, Robbie, I've been just fine. Um, I got my hair cut today, so that was nice. I'm feeling real fresh, real clean. I can't, I literally cannot tell at all. Well, that's because it hadn't really, it's been, it's only been two weeks since I got it cut, but my, I'm going on vacation and my hairdresser <laughs> is going on vacation right after I get back from vacation. So I'd have to wait uh, nine weeks to get it cut. Um, if I waited till she came back from vacation, like the next time and by then my hair will be down to my fucking toes. So I got it cut today so that it's only six weeks after. Lauren, there's definitely a meth head in Florida with a pair of scissors. That I'm apt for you. Stop that. My hair looks wonderful. I mean... Betsy did a great <laughs> job. Betsy. I love Betsy. Betsy's the best. Betsy. That's a that's an old fashioned name. You don't hear that much anymore. Uh, I think her real name is uh, Elizabeth, but she goes by Betsy. That makes zero <laughs> sense. What? <laughs> what? She, yeah. <laughs> is that her? Is one of them her middle I name? I don't fucking know. She's gonna listen to this and then tell me the my next time I go. My, get my name's hair Elizabeth. Cut. Oh, but you y'all can call me Betsy. <laughs> like no, I Betsy's won't do that. You fucking, fucking weirdo. Shit. Weird. I drive over an hour to get my hair cut with her. Like that's how much I love her. She's the one I met, right? I don't know. Did you meet my hairdresser? Yeah. Yeah, remember I met you and I brought beer? <laughs> she's above the stage, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's a sweetheart. Yeah, she's but... fucking awesome. Elizabeth, Betsy Elizabeth. She has our Betsy. business cards out on her desk thing. Oh, wonderful. Her reception area. So if you get your hair cut in yeah. King, you see our business cards. We have the same hairdresser. You can throw it in the trash <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> oh, but, you run out of toilet paper. Uh, I'm, I went to Modest Man Brewing in Keene after I got my hair cut with my friend Caleb, so that was fun. Um, yeah. How was their stuff? Their stuff is good. Uh, I had, I had like two little five ounce pours. So I got a five ounce pour of um, one of their New England IPAs. I don't remember the name of it, but it was really good. It was uh, like thick and like really hate. I think it was pretty hazy, um, really fruity. Uh, and then the other one was a peach, uh, not a peach sour. Sorry, a plum sour, and it was fucking delicious. Yeah, nice. it was wicked good. Maybe they'll do a collaboration with uh, Branch and Blade one day. That would be really cool. I would like to see what they yeah. do together. I think that it would be really good. Um, and then I went down to, we went to uh, Lab and Lager to get some food. And they have Night yeah. Shift on tap. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, nice. because Night Shift is in New Hampshire now. Um, yeah. Fuck yes. But it was literally gone. All gone. <laughs> oh, I was I like, imagine. oh, can I, like what's the night shift can i get the night shift he's like yeah it's all out and i was like fuck yeah and then the second one i asked for he's like oh that's the other one that's all out and i was like god damn it <laughs> so i had i had, a, lo- I had a lunch kids. from uh main beer company oh it's like <laughs> yeah i i did have I lunch really but i also had a lunch they carry lunch there yeah on tap oh that's awesome yeah it's wicked good on tap yeah it's on tap wow i don't think i've ever seen it on tap I, it's i've actually seen it uh pretty often like i've seen it in a lot of places recently yeah like that have it on tap so you sent me a couple or you brought me a couple when you visited the first time i think um 
It's possible. Was it dinner? Yeah, probably. Might have been just dinner. Probably dinner. I wouldn't yeah. have shared lunch because it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's a fatty and he, she eats everything, so she never shares her lunch. Um, Get accurate. it? Because they're named after meals. Yeah, you funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think Steph, I think Steph and I were debating on how many servings that was in one box of Annie's mac and cheese. Two, and it's it's two point five. I think two point five servings of mac and cheese in a fucking box of Annie's. Annie's. Who doesn't eat the entire box of Annie's? Sometimes I don't get to that last half a cup. What is it? Does it go cup? by cups? I don't know what the. <laughs> I don't fucking know. That last half a serving. I think. I could eat two boxes I have of Annie's like, pretty I have like simply. two or three containers of mac and cheese in my fridge of just like leftover. Just a whole mac and cheese? No, well, no. It was like from like two nights in a row, but like. That's not sad. I Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, if you had leftover mac and cheese, why wouldn't you just Well, I meant to bring it with me to lunch, noodles? like for, for lunch uh, the next day, and I fucking forgot it, of course. So, yeah. whatever. <laughs> or I ended up going to Danny's or something. I don't remember. Well. That's it for me. How are you, Robbie? Uh, I was good, and then I think my fridge is dying. Oh so, no! And I have I have some good beer in there still, so I hope nothing oh, happens. Oh, don't to that. let it get skunked. Yeah, get a cooler. I, I don't, it hasn't gotten that cold yet, but or that warm yet. All right, but, uh, good. Well, get someone worried. in there to fix it. Uh, Robbie, no. you can't not have a refrigerator. You need to keep no, your I know fucking that food cold. But it's Saturday and so tomorrow's Sunday, so I'd have to like call the landlord and if anybody even fucking shows up, you know what I mean. Call the landlord. So it's your we'll goddamn see. refrigerator. It's an yeah, emergency. I'm doing it oh, Speaking man. of beer, this week I'm keeping it kind of simple. Ooh. No fancy IPAs or stouts. Or I think last week I did that. Or no, last week was last... those crazy. Yeah, it was Dirty Thirties. But I mean, the last beer episode, I did a banana and blueberry. Yeah, that sounded good. Stout. Stout, right? and it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. This time I am drinking Louis Demise. It is an amber ale Ooh. from MKE Brewing in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee. And it, it is 5.5% alcohol. It's oh, that guy's dead. He looks like um, when you're playing Fallout Shelter on your phone. Um, and the- <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody can relate to that stupid thing you just said. Fallout Shelter. Fallout Shelter. It's a game on your phone. When you when your I know. people in your game die, they look like that guy on the can art. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think this beer has been around for a little bit because I've heard the phrase Louis Demise before in the, I in the beer world. May or may not have. Yeah, uh, I got this from Billy Manger when his parents came down from Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Brought a bunch of uh, Milwaukee or from Wisconsin at least, and they brought a bunch of stuff. But thank you, yeah. Billy's family. Chris and Eileen, I believe. Eileen. No. It's a pretty good, solid amber ale. I don't mind it. I haven't had an amber ale in a while. Very, yeah, yeah, that's something. That's what I. That's why I had it tonight. We don't really ever have amber ales or brown ales. I want more brown ales. I love brown. Yeah, ales. you know what? I really like brown ale. Like brown ales are pretty are grown on me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually yeah. had uh, a I had a taster of a porter today from Smut Labs. It's not a brown ale, but okay. I know, <laughs> but it's brown. <laughs> it's brown. The the brown ale from oh, what was it Kelson? Yeah. That That's one good. really won me over. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, a brown ale that Beer Naked uh, makes. That's really good. Beer Naked? Yeah, they're in Vermont. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's a good name or not. I like it. Beer Naked. It's supposed to be like Bear Naked. Yeah. 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 I Which is already a brand. Yeah. But or this is, is beer. Is it... I don't know. Yeah. Oh, whatever. A... What are you drinking, Lauren? 
Oh, um, well, this week, Robbie, I am drinking uh, Chromatic. Chromatic? Sure. Uh, a sour IPA brewed with guava and pineapple from Discord Beer Company. I think they're from the Bronx. Yep. They're from Bronx, New York. Uh, 7% ABV. Mm. It's delicious. It tastes good. It tastes like pineapple and guava in a sour <laughs> IPA. There you have it. <laughs> wow. Discord. This is probably like the third Discord beer that I've had on the show, maybe. At least a second. Yeah, it sounds familiar. And, but I've had like four or five of their beers, and they're all fucking delicious. Yeah. 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 They're nice. good. If you see them. a Discord beer, buy it, because it's. I guarantee it's going to be good. So do you remember, do you know who Morgan Spurlock is? No. He is the guy that made the movie Supersize Me. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just saw he popped up on Netflix or something the other day. Or YouTube. in some sort of. Yeah, he that's just, what it was. He just came YouTube. out with a new movie. Oh, okay. I think it's called, I think it's actually called Holy Chicken. But it's, it's basically him kind of ex- trying to expose the chicken industry and how corrupt it is. But also, he creates his own chicken restaurant. What? And it's called Holy Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, they, they take over an old Wendy's that went out of business or some shit. And they, it, it, it's not bad. It's way better than Super Size Me. And the place looks really good. And I guess as soon as, the, like, they opened the first restaurant, he started getting, like, investors. Cool. To create more rest. Like, he did this to basically fuck with the chicken industry. And now he has, like, actual investors and franchises are going to open up. I think one just opened up in New York City. Wow. So that's pretty awesome. And it looks yeah. delicious. Yeah. Oh wow! Is yeah. it like a Chick Fil A type deal or? Yeah, kind kind of. It's like a simplified Chick Fil A chicken sandwiches. They call it what do they call it? A grilled fried chicken is what a they call grilled it. Grilled fried chicken. It's like it's kind of like a joke on the chicken industry, like fast food industry. Yeah. Like like they deep fry like a chicken cutlet basically, uh-huh. and then and then they they take a stencil and they put it over the top and of they the spray. chicken. And no, well they they take a paintbrush with um like food grade charcoal yeah. powder and they just make the lines with the stencil. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. But it's, I like it's that. still I good. Like that. Yeah, it's still good food. Like it's not like cheap or anything, not cheaply made or anything like that. But well, where yeah. does he get his chicken from? Um, his own chicken farm, which is part of the show, a part of the movie, is he creates his own chicken farm. Sweet. Yeah, it's crazy. It's free on YouTube to watch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, check it out. Morgan Spurlock. Yeah. yeah, maybe I will watch that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And speaking of movies, that's what we're doing today, Lauren. We're yes! doing another movie review. Another movie review for all of our fine fans. All three of you. All this three. is another Netflix original. I feel like Netflix is just easier. And I think they have like a weird like array of originals where it keeps it interesting. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren hates movies. We should we should start opening with that. I don't that. hate movies. Lauren hates all movies. Her what is your her favorite movie is Grease and that's I the love only one Grease. she's seen. Grease is a quality movie. This is the second movie Lauren's ever seen, so, <laughs> so I said uh, it's not Grease, so she was already negative. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> a Beautiful so Mind watched... is a good movie. I like that one. <laughs> that was random bullshit. <laughs> It had nothing to do with okay. I was trying to make I don't never mind. Just <laughs> we watched out. the we watched the Netflix original movie in the tall grass. Uh, this is a movie that is based off of a Stephen King. It's not a novel. It's a, like a novella. It's a short. Yeah, him short and his story. son. He's a son. Yes. I don't. How am I supposed to know that? The dude was a crackhead for like or a cokehead for like. Yeah, he's so probably many got years. like twelve kids then. Cokeheads don't fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 
Why wouldn't they? They're awake. Coke all heads the time. make your dick. Coke makes your the uh, dick. Dick limp. limp. Dick limp. Limp dick. Limp limp dick. Limp dick coke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this movie was directed by Vincenzo Natale. That I don't know. That name that, actually, that yeah, name kind of sounds familiar. Does it? In yeah. the pasta aisle? Is it just? <laughs> oh, maybe. <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to read a little synopsis about the movie, give you an idea of what it's about. This is straight from, I think this is the straight from Netflix one that I stole from them. When siblings Becky and Cal hear the cries of a young boy lost within a field of tall grass, they venture in to rescue him, only to become ensnared themselves by a sinister force that quickly disorients and separates them. Cut off from the world and unable to escape the field's tightening grip, they soon discover that the only thing worse than getting lost is being found. Based on the novella by Stephen King and Joe Hill. That's his son, Joe Hill. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... Did he take his wife's name? He has a wife? I don't fucking know. <laughs> why, would his, why would his last name be different than his? Unless um... they got divorced and I don't know. Uh, some of the people in this movie are... There's only one familiar face for me anyway. Joe Hill. Yeah, it's his kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I googled it. It looks just like him. Yeah. They're creepy. <laughs> like, a, like a skeleton with a thin layer of flesh on it. Yeah, and a beard, yeah. too. <laughs> Coke beard. Um, Tabitha Patrick... King. That's his mom. Sorry, go ahead. Patrick Wilson is one of the actors in this movie. He's the only guy that I actually recognize because he plays... He's in a lot of good he's movies, in Insidi- actually. He's the guy who was in Insidious, right? He's in Insidious. He's in all the uh, Conjuring movies. Yeah, he, he plays, plays Ed um, Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Warren. Yeah, he's a really good actor. I like him. I think he did great. He's in a lot of horror stuff. He, yeah, I also yeah. agree with that. I think that he's a good actor. I like him. That's one thing you can't fault this movie for is I had pretty good acting. I was kind of surprised, especially with the Netflix original. Sometimes you just never know. Yeah, it was okay. But, but I think the acting was pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, we have main characters. Becky. Becky. La- Laysla de Oliveira. Never heard of her. Yeah, she's someone. Yeah. Uh, her brother, Avery Witted. Cal. Cal. Becky's ex-boyfriend, Travis, is played by Harrison Gilbertson. Tobin, which is a kid in the movie named Will Bew Jr. What the fuck is with these names? Uh, and then Tobin's mom is Rachel Wilson, and Tobin's dad is Patrick Wilson. He's the only notable person. You're right. He really is. Uh, so yeah, let's get into the movie review. That intro, I mean, it was pretty simple. But one I thing I did dog, notice: Robbie. the Freddy, <laughs> Freddy the dog, Freddy the dog. <laughs> one thing I did notice: the first thing in that intro was that bowling alley in the yeah. middle of the corn, in the middle of the grass yeah, field. Yeah, same. Like, I didn't know that it was going to be part of it at all later in the movie. Yeah, I, I, was like, I don't. There's think no I thought, entrance to it. I don't think I realized it was a bowling alley at first. I thought it was like yeah. some sort of convenience store or something. No. But. Bowling alley. But there was oh. no, like, there was no entrance or exit. Like, it was just covered by the grass. I'm like, that's weird. Is that actually part of the movie or is that just... But yeah. it makes sense later I feel like on, when they drove by it the first time, it looked like it was closer to the road. But maybe yeah. that was well, just... Nothing's as it seems in the tall grass, Lauren. No, you're not wrong. Uh, Becky and Cal are driving all the way to San Diego because Becky is pregnant. And something you find out later is Becky is going to give the baby away to a family for adoption. Yes. But they pull over on the side of the road because uh, what, <laughs> Becky's going to throw up. Yeah, and after that's watching Cal eat a fucking like, <laughs> a burger or, some burger shit. or something. Uh, and that's when they hear a child cry for help somewhere in the tall grass. Now, in this situation, what would you do? Not knowing it's a horror movie. I would or thriller. call emergency services. And because you heard a voice it. in the corner? <laughs> Bullshit. 
Yeah. Full fucking shit. I'm not walking. Okay, first off, you have to be the dumbest fuck to walk off into tall grass. Why would you do that? Kid. You can't see over it. If you're going to walk into it, get some fucking rope, tie it to your car, <laughs> and then walk into the grass so you have a way to lead yourself back. Like when Travis walked in, he started tying the grass. I was like, that's yeah. brilliant. That's what but, you do. But it didn't work in that situation. Yes. But oh, come on. There's no way if you heard a child crying for help in I some grass. I wouldn't just that's run just right off there. into a fucking cornfield or whatever this they tall don't. grass field They think is. about it for a second, too. They no, think about Cal it. Cal just fucking runs into the field. He goes to the edge, and then they, she tells him to stop. And then, and then eventually they go in. But come on. If there's a kid... Asking like not, pleading for help, you're definitely going in there. I would have gotten you're, you're on a shitty top person. Of, that's why. I, what? All right, this is what I would have done. I would have gotten on top of the car, I would have on top of my van, and told the kid to shake the grass. And wherever I see the grass <laughs> shake, I tell him to walk in a certain direction, shaking the grass. I keep telling him to walk that direction until they get out of the grass. That's what I would do. And if yes. I start seeing the grass <laughs> jump all over the place, I get the fuck out of there. That's what I do. I leave that kid to die in the fucking tall grass. Oh, you're a monster. This is why you hate this movie. <laughs> what would you do? If I heard a child pleading for help on the side of the road and like some grass, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to go in there. And then I'm going to get a fucking medal for saving some kid's life. And meanwhile, the cops are going to hunt you down for child neglect, even though it's not your child. I would have called the cops to Bullshit. come to that spot and not leave. I wouldn't just leave. Unless Laura I saw would have the kid the jumping around the gra- grass. That would be fucking weird. What? You would, you would have been listening to the Grease soundtrack too loud in your car. You wouldn't have heard him anyway. <laughs> well, actually, you're probably not wrong. Shaney Chang Shabop. Okay, sorry. <laughs> My first thought with all this grass, like, super, it's like, what, nine foot tall grass, something like that? In yeah, this movie. you're like, burn it down. I was like, I was like, just mow it. Just mow, just mow it. Well, it's all muddy, though. Your mower yeah, would get stuck it, you in the mud. That, and you can't burn it down either because it's so wet. Did they? <laughs> That's why I said mow it. You said burn it. I don't give a yeah, shit about Yeah, blowtorch. Do you think a blowtorch would work on that? No. <laughs> why? Because it's not dead grass. It's green grass. Yeah, but if you if you just held the fire on it long enough, it would burn. It wouldn't spread the same, though. It's different. No, but I didn't say anything about it spreading, Robbie. You just want to burn one string of grass? <laughs> At a time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tobin's fucking dead. I should start carrying my machete around with me in my car. <laughs> you that do. way, if this happens, I just can chop. Chop the fucking grass yeah, down. It, God, Indiana Lauren over here. <laughs> Indiana Lauren, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they call out into the grass and they find out that the kid lost in the field is named Tobin. And it's funny because like as soon as he goes, "Well, what's your name?" and he goes, "Tobin," and my first thought was, "That's a dumb name for grass." <laughs> <laughs> like as if the grass was talking back to him. <laughs> if you're gonna name grass, it should be like Gary or Gus, like something with a G, Ooh, like Gus alliteration. Is a good one. Gus the grass. Come on. Gus the grass. Gus the grass. Gary that sounds the like grass. a cartoon. Gary the grass doesn't sound good. Barry the grass. <laughs> Gary the grass sounds like uh, the contact name in your phone for your, your like weed dealer. Your weed dealer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because the cops the... will figure that Gary brain grass. teaser out. <laughs> oh, my God. So Becky and Cal go into the grass in search of this kid, Tobin. Fuck Tobin. I like the way this was shot, by the way. It was visually very good. Yes, I will agree with you. It was simple, the tall grass. It just it made you feel claustrophobic and lost. Yeah. I think they did a really good job with that. Yes, I will agree with you on that. Yeah. So in the midst of trying to find the kid, they're calling to each other, but they seem to keep getting further away and then closer away sometimes. They find a dead dog. 
They find, they find a dead dog. They do. They find Freddy. Freddy. And I, I think Tobin says to them right there that it's easier to find things when they're dead. Yeah. He said the field doesn't move dead things. Yeah. They say this like six or seven times throughout the movie. It was like twice. <laughs> they, say, they say it like all, twice. Like every scene, Robbie. No, they don't. <laughs> I just watched this. You did not. So you. you... Also, yeah. I wrote. I wrote in my notes. The first one uh, to answer your question was: I absolutely would not have gone in. Ticks for days. I would have. I would have seen that grass and been like, "I'm gonna get a tick. Fuck that." <laughs> and the next one was dead animal. Dot dot dot. Are you kidding? <laughs> So just so you know, if your child's in danger, Lauren will not go help your child due to well, the danger of ticks. Well, if your kid was stupid enough to run into tall grass and get lost, it, you're a monster. That's not <laughs> Teach your kid not to get lost in tall grass. <laughs> so why didn't you save that burning child? I was afraid of ticks. It was just ticks. <laughs> the child wasn't burning; it's in grass. <laughs> I was making a joke. I would be afraid of ticks if there was fire. It would burn the ticks. <laughs> You're not understanding the logic here. <laughs> you don't understand my logic. <laughs> anyway, they finally meet Tobin. I think at least Cal does. And right away, you can kind of tell Tobin is not right. Tobin's whack. Creepy as fuck. Creepy ass creepy. kid. I wrote yeah. creepy ass kid. I wrote forget the kid. <laughs> as soon as they met Tobin, I was like, oh, yeah, something's wrong with you. They did anyway. do a very good job of, like, showing that something was wrong with him. Yeah, but not, but like, not too overly yeah um, yeah you could tell that something was obvious yes i couldn't tell if it was something in the eyes too um something in the eyes a little bit maybe definitely the skin with the dad i I feel like in the eyes it just looked different i was like oh you can tell he's he's one of them now yeah yeah but yeah anyway they run into ross which is tobin's father becky runs into ross yes becky runs into ross and then they try to find each other to bring each other back together. Because he All knows how to get bunch through the of grass. Shit. Exactly. Uh, Tobin, still being creepy as fuck, brings Cal to basically, like the, I don't know if it's like the center of the grass or whatever it's supposed to be. He brings him to the weird orgasm rock. A giant, a giant orgasm rock, which is this giant black rock with like hieroglyphics and weird shit on it. And he basically tries to want, get Cal to touch the rock and all this crazy stuff. And you can tell that the rock has some sort of control over what's going on. Yeah. Because it gives people weird orgasms. Weird insight and orgasm to the grass fields. Orgasm rock. Orgasm rock. <laughs> uh, my first thought when I saw this rock was it was like maybe it was like an asteroid or like or like a comet, something that had landed on Earth and it was something alien that was doing all this crazy well, shit. Maybe I kind of yeah. thought it was like later, Native American. That's another thought too. I think that's what they kind of get to is that it's been there. Yeah, for just like thousands forever, of years. since the beginning yeah. of Earth yeah, and yeah, exactly. time. Yeah. I want to know who owns this property, by the way. Yeah, same. <laughs> and how I want to look at the parcel data on this. The, I want to look at... Nobody knows what you're talking about, you GIS fucking nerd. Oh. <sighs> Steph knows. Yeah, Steph knows. Anyway, <laughs> I think the last thing you hear is uh, Becky screams. Like, they all get kind of, like, separated again, I think, and then... Uh-huh. Well, you see something grab Becky, and then she Yeah, screams. but I think I, like, looked down for half a second when that scene happened, so I don't know if you actually saw anything or it not. It was very, very quick, but you see yeah. someone grab her. And then it kind of goes into, what, like, two months later, it shows Becky's baby daddy, Travis, yep. driving down the road, following them, trying to find them. Yeah. 
He ends up finding their car in an abandoned church parking lot. Yeah. Which comebacks into play. <laughs> I wrote, I couldn't remember the dude's name. It's Travis, but I kept writing BD for all my notes for Baby Daddy. <laughs> That's all I had. I was like, what's this guy's fucking name? Because he was by himself for a while, so nobody said his name. Oh, yeah, that's true. So it was just, yeah, so it was like, oh, it's his fucking name. So I just wrote Baby Daddy. Baby Daddy. Yeah, Baby Daddy Travis. Uh, eventually, Travis, does he, yeah, he also hears Tobin, correct? Or does he That's just why he went right in, away? didn't he, he went into the grass because he heard Tobin. Did he actually hear Tobin? No, I don't think he did. I think because he found Becky's book on the ground next to the grass. And that's oh, when he that's started just walking in. Oh, that's when he walked in? in. I think so. I don't think he actually heard Tobin, but he does run into Tobin. But it's the real oh, Tobin. It's the real Tobin? It's not the creepy possessed Tobin. All right. The grass didn't get him yet. In this in this scenario. It's it's very hard to explain because it's almost yeah, like time travel slash it's time warps and lime. it's I thought it was a really cool idea. I liked how things kind of worked out like that. Yeah, as uh Tobin I think is like running away from him to like lead him somewhere, he ends up finding Becky's dead body. Oh, that's where Tobin was taking him. He wanted to, yeah, oh, he yeah, asked right. him if he knew where Becky was. Correct. Because Tobin was like, don't you remember me? And he's like, the fuck you talking about? Yeah. I forgot that he said that. Yeah. 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 Oh, my God. And then he finds Becky's dead body, even though Becky is not really dead, but she's kind of she dead. She is it's in this scenario confusing. at this time, or at she was scenario. at one point. <laughs> and then it kind of does a another... Hey. He, no, like, falls asleep because he's so distraught. He's, yeah, he's tired and lost. And yeah, so it's nighttime, he, yeah. and he found dead Becky, so. He's found dead Becky. Basically, <laughs> they're running through this grass field all day. You know, it's like a never-ending loop. Um, and then it leads into Tobin's family. Like, yep. when Tobin originally came into the grass, they hear uh, Travis, right? I think yes. Travis calls out for help or something. Yeah. And... But then the dog, Freddy, which is Tobin's he hears, dog. I think he hears Freddy, and then he's like, Tobin, Tobin, is that yeah. you? And then Tobin runs into the grass. Yeah, because Freddy runs into the grass. Because <laughs> Freddy runs into the grass, and then the parents follow trying to find Tobin. It's really crazy, even though you had already met the parents, or you at least met the dad yeah. and Tobin before this technically happened. Like, this was yeah. two months prior, but it wasn't two months prior. Like, it's it's really, I like, I like how they did that. That was really good. It was it just, it flowed into that very well yeah i think they did a good job of kind of overlapping the time different yeah. time periods and exactly. different like scenario loops um and then everybody kind of finds each other they or they at least find one of each other uh then they remember that the dead dog is still there and travis kind of figures it out as well that the dead stuff does not move so um tobin finds freddy because freddy's dead yes. we i don't think we ever find out why how to- freddy uh, dies Freddy's to begin with no, I don't like Freddie so. always dies in the beginning, except except like once or Freddy, in one Freddy, scenario. Re- Freddie replaces black people in this horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> he just always dies first. Uh, but so um, Travis remembered that dead things don't move. So yes. he was like, don't move, but just like keep yelling so that From we know where you dog. are. So then they found him. Everybody like gathered around the dead dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <As> one should. <laughs> Uh, dead dog uh, brings them together. That's dead what dogs I, bring that's people what, together. That's what my note says. Is that a new shirt idea? Dead dogs bring people together. <laughs> the, Number one. That seller. should be the the title of this episode. The one where dead dogs bring them together. Oh, yeah, be, <laughs> that would be so morbid. I mean, we can. Um, they finally find all of each other, and they start to try and find a way out via Tobin's father, 
I believe, tells them he knows a way out. Yes. So they start following him. They all kind of stay in well, contact. Well, no, no. First, they, they throw Tobin on his shoulders because oh, they're yeah, like, Oh, yeah, they find to... the church. Yeah. When they lift him up, he sees the church. So he's been on their shoulders and he's looking. So they're walking yeah. towards the church. And, and then, then they, he gets off. Into... Yeah. And then he gets off the shoulders and they can't see the church anymore because of the... Because they run into the dad. And so yes. he gets down. And then... Because once you take your eyes off something in the grass, it moves it. Changes, It disappears. Yeah. It changes the location what they i think they call them like holes holes or gaps yeah in the grass like it changes positions and like the sun i it was pretty cool what they did with the sun would move yeah it's literally as soon as you take your eyes off something because even yeah. when you're following someone through the grass they mention like don't take your eyes off me like yeah. don't don't let me out of your sight because even when travis like looked up at the sun like looked down looked back up the sun was behind him like yeah it was awesome it was a good scene um and at this point when they see each other travis obviously finds Becky alive and sees the baby. And for some reason, in the middle of this death corn maze, grass maze, he stops to touch the baby. And it's like, just go, just fucking go. We have, you like, you have shit to do. Why touch are you the baby when up? you're in the car? On God, the yeah. When you're not about to fucking die. God. I was like, that didn't make any sense. Anyway, this is kind of when you find out that Tobin's dad is controlled by the, the grass and this rock, like this weird spiritual crazy thing. He brings him to the rock and tries to get them to touch the rock. Yeah. And that's when Tobin's mother shows up for the first time. Yep. And trying to, you know, she knows that the dad is like possessed or whatever and is actually going to hurt them and all this shit. And she tells yeah. him to stop. I actually then... wrote, Ross gives me bad vibes. <laughs> and then this is probably the like pretty intense scene. This the is literally movie. the grossest thing ever. Oh my God. Uh, it's like right out of fucking Game of Thrones. They try to run away. Ross grabs the mom, Tobin's mom. Yep. And crushes her fucking head with his between his hands hands. <laughs> it was in, like insane and like a her like I eyeball like, and he like grabbed her like that with her head and i was like he's gonna fucking crush her head and like, yeah handle this right well now. i thought he <laughs> i thought he was gonna snap her neck I yeah you're right I, I did think I was he was gonna snap her neck grape. until until uh, he was like pushing and i was like oh, no yeah no no <laughs> he says he says something while he's doing it. i don't i don't remember the, what he says but it, it just added to it. Like, it was a good scene. It was, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was like, Bleh. I wrote, I wrote, um, oh, and at one point in time around all of this, they get a phone call. Um, Becky gets a phone call. Yes. Yeah. That's like herself. She doesn't realize it, though. Yeah. She I, realize I realize it, it like, right away. Oh, yeah. I think all of, anyone watching the movie would realize yeah. it right away. But um, as yourself, you're not thinking that. <laughs> um, they just like hang up or some shit yeah but it was basically like don't keep making the same mistake like stay by travis well it says don't let cal hurt travis i think is what oh yeah actually uh, yeah saying. it's something like that yeah, yeah 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 which you don't find out until like a little bit later anyway and this was what uh, i have two more things oh, first okay. off this was the point uh in time where i believe that this is an anti-abortion movie oh shut um, up. <laughs> uh 100 i will stand no, by not. this <laughs> through and through um secondly ross when he's talking about the rock yeah. uh, mentions that it is at the center of north america yeah that's where the uh just so everyone is aware the center of north america is rub rugby north dakota and there is a rugby. pile rugby north dakota is the center of north america so not just does he does he say North America or the U.S.? I don't remember. He says North America. I'm Does pretty he? sure. I'm like 90% sure. Because he said that and immediately I was like, that's rugby North. 
rugby north dakota <laughs> <laughs> the one map fact I the one map fact remembers. that i that i remember um there is a pile of rocks there but that rock is not there just so yeah. everyone is aware yeah i'd have to go back and look because i honestly don't remember if he said north america i'm pretty sure or just he america. said it was the, the very center of north yeah. america no clue do they ever say what state they're in i know they're just no, traveling they to don't. san diego but, but if he says the set, then they're in Rugby, North Dakota. They might be in Rugby, North Dakota. Yes. So at this point, uh, they find out that, obviously, that Ross is crazy and possessed by the grass and the rock. And they make their way to this random bowling alley, which we saw in the intro, which I yes. did not think was coming back into play. I wrote, thank God for bowling alley. Thank God for bowling. <laughs> yeah, we were definitely like in some white-ass area with a bunch of bowling alleys. Yeah, Rugby, North Dakota. Rugby, North Dakota. Sorry, Rugby, North Dakota. <laughs> Uh, they make their way to the roof because Ross is trying to break in. And this is where I, like, something happened that I had thought, like, a while back. And that was Cal was yeah. actually, like, not contaminated, but uh, possessed a little bit. Yeah. Because I don't think he does ever touch it, but he gets pretty close. He gets close. Yeah. And at this point, this is where Cal I think, I think the grass tries is getting to, kill. to him. Yeah, the grass is getting to him. <laughs> Everyone's had that problem. Yeah. Uh, Cal tries to kill Travis by basically letting go of him off the top of the roof. Yeah, dude. Which nobody seems to notice right away. <laughs> like, well, yeah, like happens, where the fuck was everyone? There, they were like like further down on the roof. But when he dropped him, that's when Ross came up to the bottom. Uh huh. And they like started to run away, but nobody ever said where the fuck is Cal. Like they just they just left. <laughs> I'm like that's a little fucked up and then they found him when they got outside the bowl and out or they weren't like where the fuck is Travis. but also when they're up on the top of the roof they see this one scenario where fucking the dog doesn't die uh oh, he yeah, like goes back. into a a thing of grass and they see him pop out on the road yeah so they're like okay there's a hole there we just have to get there and that's when uh cal drops travis off the roof does freddy survive the whole movie well, not the times that he's dead in the field with his eyes gouged yeah, out. Yeah, but that, that last scene we see him, isn't he? He's gone. He's on the road. Right? Yeah. So we never see him again after that. So maybe he made it out. Yeah. So they just abandoned the dog? and The, and the dog abandoned Dakota? them, to be fair. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Freddie was like, I didn't get killed this time, guys. I'm yeah. out. Deuces. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'll touch the rock. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> oh, man. Um, everybody kind of gets separated a little bit again. I think Becky and Tobin yeah, are together. Yeah, because Cal just some takes shit. off running, and Ross goes after him, and then Becky takes off with yes. Tobin. Yes, that that when um when Ross is chasing Cal, that's pretty intense. Like, yeah, just, like, I did. I did think intense. that that part was pretty intense. Yeah, uh, and then they get into like a little bit of a skirmish, right? Yep. And then he gets choked to death by Ross. Yep, for the seventeen yeah, thousandth time. This is kind of where like the movie reveals that this loop has happened like over and over and over and over and over and over again because ca- yeah. you just see like what like maybe twenty dead bodies dead of bodies. cows. Like this loop, yeah. this is a never-ending loop, and they keep all like they all keep dying. Yeah, so I think and that, that's also... the point in the movie where you kind of see like how often, like how many times this has happened. I think Tobin also brings it up at one point, too. He's like, he's just going to keep killing us. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, you didn't say that before. But yeah. Uh, it turns out Travis is not dead from falling from the roof. But how so does he good. know that? Like, how does Tobin that's remember that thing. and, like, none, nobody else, do, like, remembers? 
because it's weird because Tobin's like the original cause of all this when he walks in, fuck right? Fuck so Tobin. It's, Seriously, it's crazy. fuck Tobin. We fuck Toad, creepy little fuck Tobin, motherfucker. Creepy little Turns out to be the hero of the whole movie. But anyway, yeah, Travis is not dead. He goes to like save, make the big save, all that kind of stuff. Doesn't really work out. I think he gets stabbed in the stomach with a bone. Yes, he does. <laughs> he pulls a bone out. But he also stabs the other guy, does Ross, too, doesn't uh, he? Eventually, eventually, yeah. Um, we have a moment with Becky and Travis at one point where she says, like, she reveals to him that she was going to give the baby away anyway, which you don't know about until yeah, the scene. Tra- the, the thing was, um, Travis wanted Becky to get an abortion. Because they weren't, yeah, he wasn't ready to be, like, a dad and stuff like yep. that. Yeah, Cal uh, and Travis got in a fight because Travis said that Cal wanted to sleep with his sister. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I got that vibe. And this too, is all yeah. leading up to why I think this is an anti-abortion movie. Um, one hundred percent is. It's a uh, Stephen King novel. Yeah, when he was all whacked out on coke, it's an anti-abortion. If anything, he'd be like I swear pro-abortion. To God, this, this is an anti-abortion movie, and I will stand by that. Oh, but you love that stupid movie. It follows, right? What are you talking about? The horror movie It Follows with the sex when you have sex and you pass it on. What are you talking about? Yes. I don't We've know what movie before. you're talking about. It's where it's like weird demon thing. Like if you have sex teeth. with somebody. Not teeth. Oh. <laughs> That's a girl with vagina dentata. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. No, I don't. I haven't seen the movie you're talking about. I think you have, but because we I talked about been. it before. <laughs> no, we talked about it because I haven't seen it. Oh my God. What are we talking about? Where the fuck are we? Yeah. I think at this point, this is when the weird like the weird grass pagan. people come out i wrote grass people <laughs> <laughs> they're weird grass like native american grass spirits or something yeah, I like wrote that the grass people there's weird native they... american movie like music every time cool like scene. one of these loop things start yeah. too so yeah. it's definitely native american this was a cool scene though this is like with all the grass moving and all the people yeah, and they're, they're like cray. they're like holding her up it was really good they uh, want her baby dude yeah, she was like the second coming of the pagan Indian Native American grass gods. Is that what they call them? What's the PC term? Yeah, sure. Grass people. Grass people. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, they bring her to the rock, and basically this is where she kind of has her baby. They in a way. force her baby into hell, essentially. They try to. They tried to. And like, then they like make the her whole... eat it. Wait, yeah. Okay, so was that the baby? I think it was, dude. I thought it was the afterbirth that they made her no, eat. No. Because you can't really see it because it's like blurry in I the background. I think they made her eat the baby. I think they made her eat the baby. I hope it was the afterbirth, but I mean. They made her yeah, eat something and it was bloody and part <laughs> yeah. of her. So <laughs> it wasn't great. Yeah. That was pretty weird. Anyway, um, yeah, because the brother is feeding her. Well, it shows it, it as the brother doing it, but it was really Ross, like, in disguise doing it. Was it? Or was yeah, because it it, it, he, like, the... morphs back to Ross at the end. Yeah. Oh, wait, this is where Travis gets stabbed by the bone. Yeah, it was after all this, this happened. Point, after this point. Yeah. Yeah, and they have, a, they have a tussle, and he ends up killing Ross, like, choking him out with grass, which is ironic. Oh, yeah, he fucking... Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. And then, for some reason... Actually, I know why he did it, but then he touches the stone... After this, even though Tobin, like, warns him, don't touch the stone. Yes. But as you remember from the beginning, they they keep saying the stone lets you see things and will get you out. Yeah. The, through the whole movie, they're like, if you touch the stone, yeah. you, you can find your way out, but you won't want to leave. Like, you can't yeah, leave. But you, you cannot. It's, it's essentially like you can't leave if you touch the stone. Exactly. So Travis basically sacrifices himself, touches the stone, and then leads Tobin out of yep. the grass. Um. 
because he can't leave, but he can help Tobin leave because he can see all the exits now and stuff like that. Yeah. Which is cool. It's a cool concept. I like how they did that. Tobin gets out of the fucking grass, which yes. is so cool. And at this point, Travis this like all... picks him up and puts him down, but he like puts him down on the floor. Oh, inside the church. The abandoned yeah. church. It kind of comes around and it kind of loops back in time again to when Cal and Becky show up in the, mid- the beginning. Yep. And they hear Tobin calling from the grass, but Tobin instead escapes, comes out of the church and stops them from going into the grass. Yes. Which was pretty cool. I like how they did that. Um, it was, now, it was what like a, would you do if you had just got out of your van and a kid ran up to you and was like, don't go help that kid in the grass? I would believe the kid <laughs> because exactly. that kid also if needs help. If a kid is yelling that they're lost in the grass, they're leading you in there to die. <laughs> That's what's happening. Lauren's next on the news is going to be like child dies in corn maze because Lauren just ignored a child's plea for help. Listen, this is why I don't go in corn mazes. It's your own damn fault you got lost in there. I can't I can't find my way out. Sucks to be you, little Follow kid. Follow the sound of my voice. <laughs> as, she, as she lights up the corn wheel. <laughs> I'll find you, buddy, you stupid. Yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, he shows her the necklace that Travis got. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Becky, he, they Travis, like, put the necklace in his hand and, like, shoved him out of the corn. Yeah. So it was like proof that they had, they had known each other. I keep calling it corn, dude. Corn, yeah, that's same here. But, um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. And that's basically where it ends is they drive away going to help Tobin. They go home. They turn around and go back instead of going to San Diego. But yeah, that, that pretty much wraps it up. Very happy ending, which I was glad. I was kind of worried it was going to be a very bad ending. Like other Stephen King books that turn into movies, like The Mist. I was literally so. just about to say The <laughs> Fucking Mist. Fuck that movie. Fuck Great it. Movie. I would but, get uh, Fuck the Mist tattooed on my body. That's how much I hate that movie. Do it. No nuts. What? Fuck the Mist tattooed on your body. I'll do it. Do it. I'll do it next week. Watch me. Good. You fucking better. You talk, I'll, game. I'll do I guess it. you're doing this shit now. Oh, Can shit. you get any like Comic Sans? Yes. Comic Sans right above your ass. <laughs> I'll get it on my ass Fuck cheek. The, Fuck, Fuck the, the mist. mist. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Uh, so before we go into what we've finally thought about the movie, I wanted to go over some other like critic ratings, I guess. Oh, okay. IMDb scored this a 5.4 out of 10. Yep. Metacritic at 46%. And Rotten Tomatoes at 37%. I think that was the critic score, not the audience score. And that's a good or bad score? Bad. Yeah, I agree with that. uh, Yeah, I think it's out of 100. I think the worse score that this movie gets, the better. Why? I don't understand why you hate it so much. Robbie, it's just, it's such a... It was shot well. It was acted well. It's shot well. The story was interesting and unique. The acting's okay. I just... The premise... (laughs) The premise premise was awesome. The premise, they get lost in the grass and everyone dies. Not everyone dies. Mel... They all die over and over and over and over again. That's your only argument is you don't like grass. There's a weird orgasm rock. Okay, you and love it's an that. anti-abortion movie. It is not an anti-abortion movie. It's 100% movie. an anti-abortion How? movie. How is it an okay, anti-abortion movie? Listen, because as soon as they get in the grass, the whole movie is premised around her being pregnant, right? Her boyfriend wanted her to get an abortion. She's leaving to go give it up for adoption the entire point of this movie 
was this weird orgasm rock taking her child from her because she was going to fucking give it up for adoption or get an abortion. And there was a scene where she was almost sexually assaulted by Ross. There was a scene where uh, her brother like was a little bit too into her. So there, there you have, uh, what does that have rape, to do with- <laughs> rape and incest. That's, that's that nothing to do with that's abortion. parts of abortion. And then you have, <laughs> and then the baby fucking like dropping into hell. The whole thing of this movie was for her to keep the baby. It's an anti-abortion movie. And the church, <laughs> the church being a whole centroid around this whole fucking movie and this grass, I, I 100%. And this grass? And <laughs> this grass. You could no, tell I... the church had something to do with all of this. Oh, my God. Because it was just like a, such a, a... The church was built around that rock. Because I, I think you noticed the name of the church is like the something of the black rock or whatever. That's what I'm saying. But that's not because of the church. The church is made for to worship that rock. Because they know it's fucking crazy, weird, pagan... You know, Native American crazy shit. I don't think it has Robbie, anything to do with abortion. I stand by Ugh. my no. theory. I think I think the her her thing whole thing with he wanted her to get an abortion and, and her wanting to well you don't know at the time but give it away for adoption. But um, I think that was just a good story. It, it I really thought that it was to gonna leave. be that Tobin was like her future kid or something. That's what I thought too. I was like Tobin's gonna be the fucking baby, and that's why they're stuck out here so long. Yeah, but, um, that's really what I thought it was gonna be at the yeah. beginning. And it also makes sense that she gives birth in the, 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 the field or whatever, because she when in the beginning of the movie, she says that she's six months pregnant, and even though she does not look six months pregnant, no, well, and she kind of does. By the time Travis shows up, it's he says it's two months later, so it's like right around that time where she could possibly have a baby. Did you six, notice that? Seven, eight. I guess that's true. Did you just have to add six and two out loud? Well. <laughs> I was. I you was can't say no because I just other heard things you do it. when I was doing it. <laughs> six, <laughs> Leave me alone. Seven. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Six plus two is eight. Nailed it. <laughs> I was thinking about how long if if you gave birth at eight months. Yeah, it'd I be guess preemie. That's fine. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. It, people people have yeah. it before that. Yeah. Look, it's Rizzo. Say hi, Rizzo. So, I love the way this movie was shot. I love the way how it made you feel claustrophobic and just you also needed to escape. You know what I mean? Because they're just. I just thought yeah. that was done very well. It was fine. <sighs> Some Good of it movie. just Good didn't movie. seem it it was just like too <laughs> unrealistic. I don't know. It seemed too unrealistic. <laughs> it's a horror movie about No, no, not grass like that the... eats people. <laughs> killer grass. All of my notes have this movie down as killer grass. Oh I don't even God. know what the name of this movie is. <laughs> I Into just the think the tall it's called grass. In the tall grass. Killer grass? In t- in the... No. <laughs> Deathbed, the bed that eats people. It's a real that's, movie. Let's stop it. No, it's not. All right, yes, we're reviewing is. that for our next one. <laughs> uh, okay, so out of five stars, what do you give this movie, Lauren? Uh, out of that's five, right. nobody cares what you Lauren thinks because she hates oh. every movie we watch. <laughs> no, I liked Krampus. That's true. That's the only one. <laughs> Even though no, I give I you the option, the, the, the other Christmas mo- the Christmas movies that we yeah. watched, I liked. Jesus, I would give this movie a two. Wow, I hate you. And so that's much. being I generous. This, that's being generous. I gave this. Well, considering the only thing you had to complain about was the dead grass eating people is unrealistic. So, I gave this a three seven five out of five. Okay. I kind of wish they had gotten some more well known people. 
I think it would have been better. But I do like the people that they did bring in. The brother. I don't like the actor that played the brother. He was fucking weird and creepy. Yeah, I agree. I, did. I, I wasn't that. Like, yeah. He's Patrick fine. Wilson. Awesome. I like him. Awesome. I like him he a lot. Perfect. Yeah. I did really like him. Before we go, we're going to rate our beers real quick. I drank Louis Demise Amber Ale from MKE Brewing in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It was not bad. Very easy drinking. I can see how this is their flagship beer. Just like the movie, I give it a 375. I drank uh, Chromatic, which is a sour IPA brewed with guava and pineapple from Discord Beer Company in Bronx, New York. Uh, 7% ABV. And I would give this a 3.75. So... There we have it, folks. Well, that just about wraps it up for this episode. You can find The Brew Interviews on our Instagram account at The Brew Interviews or on Twitter at Brew Interviews. You can also send us an email at thebrewinterviews at gmail.com or on Facebook under The Brew Interviews. And if you feel so inclined, you can head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thebrewinterviews and become part of The Brew Interviews family, just like these few people, Hillary, Mitch, Steph, Karen, Danny, and Jess, thank you very much for supporting the show. And just so you all are aware, uh, this what this coming month when this release March, March, yeah. the month of the month, the month of March, the month of March, the month of March. We will be do- donating and probably matching all of our Patreon monthly donations, and it is going to be yeah. going to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. It's kind of something that we do a lot during the year. Yeah, so. uh, twice we do it in September and March. Yeah, so even if you don't want to do a rolling monthly Patreon donation, you can still donate once for the month of March, and all of it will go we'll to be this matched. foundation. Yeah, and yeah. it'll all be going yeah. to a good cause. Um, yeah, it does not go to That's us. near and dear to our hearts, so. Exactly. Also, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. You can also head over to redbubble.com and search the Brew Interviews and buy some of our amazing merchandise from the great Kristen Carroll, who, by the way, also has her own clothing website. Does she really? Awkward friend shop. Oh my god, and I'm gonna go fucking buy all of it right and now. It is all of her original Wait, designs. Wait, can she sponsor us? We should see if she'll sponsor us. <laughs> you can talk to her. For the Bruin Reviews, I'm Robbie. And I'm Lauren. And stay out of the tall grass. This has been the Brew Interviews, a podcast about craft beers coast to coast with Lauren and Robbie. Limp Dick Coke, you know what I'm saying?